What about the Parramatta Reels? Uh, 11 and 9, and he, here's an off-news term. They control their own destiny coming into the last month. Uh, no small thanks to, to the man we're about to speak to, but uh, we looked at their draw a moment ago, Rabs. I, I think they might make it. I think they're going to make it too. I, I don't want to say that too loudly. I don't want too many people to hear it. But I think they can too. I'm just worried about them giving up the home ground advantage at Pertec in this game against Canterbury tomorrow night. They're going to ANZ. But they, they then come home at Pertec against Manly. But then they're away to a couple of danger games, Newcastle and Canberra. Now, I know Brad Arthur would not want us to even think that they're going to make the eight, but he's on the line. I'm sorry, mate. We had to tell the truth. <laughs> no, no dramas. All right, let's talk about the Eels. Um, this run home, it, it can look comfortable, but you, you wouldn't want us to be probably talking like that, would you? No, it's... You know, we have obviously we know who we've got coming up and what you know what's ahead of us. But uh, the priority for us is, you know, we've got we've built just a little bit of momentum. You know, win our last three games, and we've got um, the the dogs this week who are going to be hurting after you know losing three or four in a row. So it's going to be a really good um, challenge for us. But it's it's more about us playing better footy. You know, we're playing tough and we're finding ways to win at the moment. But we can still execute and 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 um, probably. Um, capitalise on more opportunities that we're, we're creating at the moment. What about Hain, Brad? You've, you've had a bit to do with a few clubs. Uh, I, I, I wonder what you think of Jared Hain now, because you, you had an association with a number uh, with a, another number one favourite of mine, Brett Stewart. Yeah, look, Jared's probably um, because of his physical ability, you know, and his size and his strength. Um, you know, and he, he's very talented. He's He's got a lot ahead of him, and oh, the thing with Jad is he can still be better, um, and he's got a lot better with his training, training and work ethic this year, and a, as a leader. And I, I still think his best footy, um, as silly as it sounds, is probably ahead of him. Is where is he at compared when when you stood in there for a period of time? Was that at the back end of Daniel Anderson's term there? What's he like to compare now with then? He's, he's matured a lot and he's grown um, with his leadership and, and I think it's, you know, all to do with his off-field stuff and his training and, um, you know, his, his, his commitment to the, the off-field stuff with, with the training and, and, and putting the club first and his teammates first. I think he's really matured with that. And I, and I, I think, you know, with all the um, representative football that he plays, every time he goes away on tours or test matches or state roading camps, he comes back a, a better player and a better person as well. You know, the, the thing that's got me intrigued, uh, you, you bought, in the off-season, you bought a few players. One of them was Nathan Peets, and you've done, you've done it without him for the last couple of months. Uh, to me, that, that is a, a tribute to Parramatta and to your coaching. But more importantly, everybody seems to have each other's back. This is, this is bit, a bit like the Parramatta I used to know. If you, if you cut their wrists, they bleed blue and gold. Yeah, there's... You know, they're starting to find that bit of um, mental hardened edge, um, which is probably maybe we lacked it a bit at the start. And Nathan Peets was really good for us, and and he provided that for us. But bringing in Isaac de Goyce has, um, you know, been a real blessing for us. And he's sort of taken off where Peetsy, you know, where where Peetsy was at the start of the year. But you know, the boys are getting stronger, and um, you know, we, we've got our fair share of injuries too. You know, I think we went through our list for, for this week, and there's nine players unavailable, and six of those boys would would be in our, our starting 17, no worries. If, 
don't want to forecast anything bad here. If you were to not win another game for the rest of the year, 11 wins in the season, is that still a good season? It's a good season, but to me, it would be a lost opportunity. So what did, well, you know, what was the bar when you took over this year? What was the bar? Eight? Four? Um, well, one? I didn't think, we, we hadn't talked about um, how many games we wanted to win. Obviously, the, the one thing we wanted to do was avoid uh, avoid the wooden spoon. And, I, you know, we promised the fans that we wouldn't be getting that a second time around. And um, so we've, we've avoided that. And, and now I think because we control where we end up at the end of the year, we, we would be disappointed if we didn't um, finish the year out, you know, nice and strong. All right, we've got to go, Brad. We could speak to you all night, but uh, we've got to, got to get to some other people. But thank you very much. And good luck. Friday night football. What a big game. Uh, that's... Jeez, I should get a crowd for that one, Rabs. Parramatta, Canterbury, both teams all on the line. Uh, we will see you then. Thanks, Brad. Uh, thanks, boys. Your support's been great for the Eels this year. Appreciate it. Well, mate, <laughs> the coach has been quite helpful, let me tell you. This yeah. Is... Hey, hey, upward and onward, son. Do your best. <laughs> Thank you. This is the Rush Hour on Triple M.